Education of the people, we getting right spiritually, mentally, physically, all that, and we have the amazing Kati Inez Mesa to drop those jewels on us. You know, telling us the power of the plants, the power that's within. You know, if you having pain within your body, she's gonna tell you what that means because it's deep. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff out here. You know, it's stuff that we haven't been taught about. But the good sister, she's out here doing the work. You know. So get your mind right, body right, spirit right, ready for war. Let's go. Beats by Pete Samples. Miseducation. Miseducation. We back, we back. Welcome to another episode of the Miseducation of the People. New Miseducation. You got Taryn, the body god. What's good with y'all, you know? Shout out to my people who struggle to open the shop right produce bags. I promise you, I'll be in there struggling for at least five minutes at a time. I've been thinking the whole store stopping, looking at me. It's real out here. I, I just can't get it at all. And um, shout out to my people fighting invisible battles. Depression's ashy, dusty ass knocked me on my behind last week. So that's why y'all didn't get an episode. But best believe I'm back on my feet, feeling good, feeling strong. You know, like Jim Jones said, I'm out here fighting depression with aggression. You know, it's real out here. But, you know, we're going to make it. But, uh... You know, late happy 60th birthday to my mother. It was last week, too, you know. So if y'all ever saw me make a stink face, it comes from her, definitely. <laughs> now, I mean, now that's one thing I realized uh, coming up, that my faces are eerily similar. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Now, I mean, but, uh, yeah, it's September. You know, I just thought about this, like, the first real episode for this month, you know. But it's it's, a, it's Virgo season. Shout out to the Virgos, you know. I'm a um, Virgo rising, you know what I mean? So I, I identify with y'all a little bit, you know what I mean? But new month, new goals, you know, feeling really good. Um, this is like a forward-moving energy that has me feeling super op- optimistic about stuff I'm doing personally and then also the stuff that we have here in store at the Real Talk Session Series, you know, with some potential opportunities, with some bags, you know what I mean? Because that's what we're doing this for. And also to, to help our communities out here too. You know, don't get it twisted. But at the end of the day, you know, I got some people I'm trying to feed over here and trying to give opportunities to, uh, to uh, some upcoming talent and professionals, you know. So shout out to Lynn. Yeah, man. So September came and some big opportunities, you know, popped out too, you know. So I made my music video directorial debut. I can't say that word right now, but it's all good. Uh, shout out to Lavari. Moment of Love video out right now. Co-directed by Miss Tamara Williams, a.k.a. Summer from FX's Pose. Yeah, it was definitely an experience. Um great people very knowledgeable you know helped me out uh great synergy and definitely you know excited to see uh what's in store for that video and i mean um i usually am into hip-hop but i wanted to really challenge myself and to you know get myself out of the boxes uh creatively so you know um directed that joint edited it all that good stuff you know what i mean so go ahead check it out it's in the show notes you know put some likes on that joint you know what i mean comment on it and most importantly, subscribe to the page. You know, it is greatly appreciated. And, you know, because I am a multifaceted individual, you know, I can get on this smart academic shit. But also, you know, I can talk my shit with the best of them. Know what I mean, so if you want to hear me and my shit talking back, check out the new, new, new episode of the People Talking Podcast came out yesterday. You know, shout out to Monty, Jay Hayes, Ash, all over there, um, Popcorn Fairy. 
you know, that's 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 the the other squad over there we rocking with. So, you know, that show is also in the show notes. Um, yeah, funny episode all over the place, definitely. <laughs> but um yeah, outside of that, it's been a lot of deep practice. And when I say deep practice, it's more so, you know, really getting into the shit and calling myself out when I'm making excuses, you know, um, putting the phone in the other room. Um, I, I noticed that it's become a distraction um, over the past couple of weeks, um, especially like during quarantine. And, you know, now that I'm single now, and I mean, uh, but also the fact, you know, handling business stuff. So more so just when I talk about boundaries, it's not only with, with people, it's with devices and other things that aren't really truly um, adding into you in positive ways, you know. But um, I was looking at the the screen time report. I don't know about your Android users, but uh, iPhone, we get weekly screen time reports on Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> iPhone gang. But uh, with this, you know, it was high, like eight hours. I was like, oh, shit. No. Mm-mm. So um, what I did was I had uh, put the limiter on there. So I'll get myself by like five hours right now and i'm gonna decrease that every couple of weeks and whatnot so you know just really trying to um use my phone with intention now and not just mindlessly scrolling because i'm not gonna lie i mean on that joint scrolling um so you know just trying to find that um that balance you know what i mean um it's really been a lot of balancing act and practicing that on my end i've been grinding a lot the past couple of months maybe even years uh, with this business and just in general, just trying to make some shit happen because, you know, I, I talked about it in the past. I was feeling stagnant. I'm not getting paid my value. I mean, so really just out here trying to get it. But, um, you know, things are finally coming around and I'm realizing that sometimes, you know, it's like a crock pot. You got to set it and forget it, you know, set your intentions and forget your fears and just get to it. And I mean, so, you know, patience has been a thing that I have had to uh, practice and exercise and really master, you know, so that's also helped me really with my anxiety and reducing it and all that good stuff too. So, you know, just really having the discipline and, you know, in that the work that I'm putting in is going, no, it's not, is going to, is working. It's just a matter of, you know, it has to cook a little bit, you know, got to marinate, you know, you can't rush it, you know, set it and forget it for real. So, you know, just trying to have more balance, not all work, 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 because, I work. I mean, I'm up here recording this right now, 4:52 a.m. You know, we get this done. Kevin Gates said, "I don't get tired. I get tired. I'm taking a nap right after I'm done with this shit." All right. But um, what I've been doing really to take care of myself because remember I said, you know, it's about self care and especially with COVID. You know, it's about to get real, real. I ain't going out when it get cold. Don't call me when it starts getting rain. Nah, I ain't had no indoor events because people nasty. Nah. But um, right now, I'm really trying to get the most out of nature. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to Jade. Um, you heard about her before. She's my spiritual advisor, my people's, one of my favorite people I met within recent years. Um, so she actually has been showing me how to hike. And we did a seven-mile hike with an elevation of 500 feet. I was done. Legs on noodle, legs on cello. It, it was crazy. But um, definitely, it, it's dope. Um I highly recommend going with someone has who has done it so they can show you the ropes, definitely. Um, so I know that there is a group in North Jersey called Negroes by Nature, and they teach black people how to hike, too. But uh, shout out to Suja. We're going to have him later on down the line in some of these episodes. But, you know, there's a couple groups out here. Get on um, Eventbrite. They got that meetup. 
a lot of different groups, you know, just get out here and learn different skills and whatnot. And best of all, this can be done year round. Now, I mean, it's snowing, but outside is always open. So, but on this trail though, I found this dope ass barracks. Um, I'm not from, sure from when, but it was like stone and everything. Um, like some old school call of duty looking type shit, you know, but, um, I've been seeing a lot of, uh, you know, I was talking about it before one, 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 two, 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 three, 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 but on the wall, there was actually a three, three, three spray painted on it. And like, that was wild because I've been seeing a lot of three, three, threes. So the spiritual meaning behind three, 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 um, necessarily I'm just getting into spirituality. So please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Info at real talk session series dot org email me there and i will make that public correction but it's letting you know that the universe and the angels want you to know that you are loved cared for and protected in every step no matter what um even at times when you feel the lowest you know your angels are by your side and also um it can be the opposite of that too so if you're feeling confident and energetic you know 333 shows that your angels are supporting you every step of the way you know um and most importantly, you have grown as a person and your angels are proud of you. So it's generally a uh, good energy um, associated with that, especially when it comes to personal growth, you know. So I'm just looking at these signs. I've been getting a lot of affirmations the past couple months. And, and I've been speaking about how ever since 2017, you know, I've been on this low, but I've been constantly on the come up for real. It feels like, you know, you're riding through a long ass tunnel. And you find the seeing the light. So that's what it feels like to me. So it's good to see that that affirmation, you know. And um also just trying to spend more time with my grandfather, you know, um finding that balance. Uh my grandfather's ninety. Um, so I'm trying to really get as much time with him as possible while he's physically here. So, you know, he's a Marine, you know, shout out to the Marines. He was actually one of the first black Marines, the uh Montfort Port Marines, you know. So he still got that mentality, you know, that military uh discipline and all that stuff. So Recently, you know, he helped me to iron his clothes and all that stuff. So, you know, I had to hook him up with the shop, you know, shop, shop, shop creases on the pants, you know, because, you know, that's that's the the marina. You know I mean, so, you know, um, but one of the dope things is, too, that I keep finding random ass old ass video cameras. So he hooked me up with this old movie camera from like the 1950s. Um, it was just sitting in a closet chilling with dust. It's a uh, eight millimeter and it says movie camera. And this shit is solid. So, you know, I'm a video nerd. So that kind of like was a highlight for me, definitely. Um, but yeah, enough about the personal stuff. But, you know, as usual, make sure you are supporting the movement. Um, we do not grow without you all. And we truly are appreciative of, you know, the support and love that we gained so far. Um, and, you know, we're not stopping. We got more to do, a ton of work. Um, we're really trying to make an impact on these communities and the easiest way for you to support us without coming out of your pockets, I repeat, without coming out of your pockets, because y'all motherfuckers is cheap sometimes. But I appreciate y'all anyway. You know what I mean? But uh, five second style, all you got to do, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Real Talk Session Series. And let us know your thoughts. You know what I mean? Uh, we got some dope content coming out. Um, we kind of been hoarding some content, holding out because... We realize a lot of y'all, you know, it's about to get real out here and we're going to be inside. So, you know, why, why waste the content right now? You know, but you know, we always got the relevancy and all that good stuff. But, you know, by you following us and engaging, most important, engaging, you know, likes, those comments, share our posts, um, because we're actually putting some resourceful stuff out there. 
we curate all our educational content, you know, shout out to Lynn. Um, she, she's killing it right now. And I mean, but, um, those numbers matter and it helps us grow. Um, these analytics, they funny like that, you know? So if you see it, you know, just show some love and, you know, keep it rolling, keep it scrolling. I mean, and you know, uh, rate review, subscribe. <laughs> Sorry. I had a brain fart, uh, to, you know, the miseducation of the people podcast, um, whatever platform, um, it's greatly appreciated by you doing that. Of course, doing the five star reviews. Not I mean, we, we just want that, you know, but um, but by you doing that, it allows for the system to f- help others find us and to discover what we're doing over here. You know, we're trying to make a movement and, you know, obviously we need some people behind us to have a movement. Not I mean, so it's appreciated. Now, if you are in the spirit of giving, you know, we always going to we, we're not going to deny, you You know, <laughs> get that merch, you know, um, your investment goes towards our efforts in bringing easily accessible educational resources that will empower black communities across the nation. Um, we have some dope stuff coming out. We get that fall collection coming, you know, it's hoodie season, ladies, know what I mean, buy the hoodie for your dude, then steal it. Cause you know, you want to, cause y'all be stealing hoodies all the time. Despicable, despicable, but fellas, now I mean, you might want to just get an extra hoodie, for the ladies, just in case, you know, because that's what we got to do. Keep one in the glass for a case of emergencies. You know what I mean? Um, you, y'all know what I mean? Ladies, put this in your spin the night bag. You know what I mean? That's what you got to do. Because I know y'all, y'all still out here. Y'all ain't respecting these COVID streets. For real. <laughs> it's all good, though. You know what I mean? No judgment. But uh, definitely get your merch. Um, look fly out here. We got these hoodies about to pop. And we got some exclusive limited edition designs coming out, too. Um, we really stepping it up. And we're going to um, improve on our shipping speed, too. You know, we got to get some stuff right. We're a small business, but, you know, we, we learn from our L's and we only improve. I mean, um, now, if you just like to donate, that also is an option. You know, cash app, we on there, dollar sign, RTSS movement. And also, you can donate via realtalksessionseries.org, the tab up top, you know. I so let's get into the world news because there is some fuck shit going on all around and we really need to know about it. Um, I don't really believe that it is widely publicized some of the stuff and some of the stuff is very new um, just as of last night to say, you know, so that's why I like to record the day of the podcast to make sure y'all get that fresh fresh. I mean, but uh, I wish I was bringing some positive news. I mean, but you know, we have to know what's going on, you know, because there's a lot of distractions going on. So we got to get to the real shit. So um, we, we all see what has been going on with uh, our our great phenomenal sister, Breonna Taylor, uh, people trying to push her forward and get justice for the sad tragedy that occurred. But um, Louisville, Kentucky has offered the family of Breonna Taylor $12 million in a settlement. The officers still have not been charged and the coon that is responsible for blocking that decision of charging these officers is attorney general Daniel Cameron. Yes, he is a black man and he is a Trump supporter. So this coon is the reason why her family is being offered money to shut the fuck up instead of getting the justice arresting these cowards. So, you know, contact his people, call call the offices and letters, all that stuff. Cause it really does matter. Um, your boy Trump. So there's a lot of Trump shit. So I'm gonna speed past it, but 
Also, I want to bring attention to it because this shit is happening and a lot of people do not realize what is going on. And that's the scary part. So your man Trump is banning diversity training for federal agencies due to it being anti-American. And he is absolutely right. It's anti-American because America is racist at its core. So he's finally right in this case. More Trump news for you all. So Trump has nominated potentially Tom Cotton for the Supreme Court. Now, this clown is anti-Roe versus Wade. Now, this is a case um, that protects women's constitutional rights to get an abortion. And this man tweeted out Roe v. Wade must go as soon as he was mentioned by Trump. So, yeah, y'all need to get out here and vote and tell your people to vote. And don't vote for Kanye because that is a ploy, that is a strategy, and he has said it from his mouth. Do not be that dumbass. Do not be that one of, oh, neither one of Biden or Trump. Uh, they're not good. So uh, I'm going to vote for Kanye. If you vote for Kanye, you are taking away a vote from Biden, which in turn gives Trump the advantage. So let's let's stop with the ego. Let's stop with trying to be cool and all that bullshit. And let's do what's right. Um, let's get through this four years with bullshit ass Biden and Kamala. And, you know, after that, get the ass out, get somebody better, you know, ask for accountability from our, our politicians, because that's what's needed. Definitely. But um, the last piece of Trump news, because this one is heavy, is associated with the ICE detention centers. So two things. So your man Trump has expelled 8,800 unaccompanied children from ICE detention centers, which violates anti-trafficking laws. So pretty much usually if children are going to be released from these detention centers, they must be released to a person who is of age, who is um, related to them. He's just letting them go. And more than likely, what will happen is that these children will be trafficked. Traffic. I cannot say that word. Trafficked. There's already been a lot of signs of sexual abuse against these children in detention centers. And it's just sad that, you know, there's no morals, there's no, there's no line that's, uh, separates you from the nastiness and this regularness. Like they just fuck the line and just, let's go do the most disgusting things ever. So that's one thing that's going on at the ice detention centers right now. Another thing, um, I'm not going to weigh up of, Oh, it's more heavy or light. No, it's all fucked up. So um, they are currently doing mass hysterectomies um, at the ICE detention centers. <sighs> yeah. Um, and for this, it was a black woman, um, Queen Phenomenal Don Wooten. Pardon me if I didn't say her name right, but she's the one that blew the whistle on ICE. We absolutely must protect this woman for real. Um, this is another instance of black woman unselfishly doing the work that is needed. So right now I, I really want to talk to the fellas because more than ever, this woman needs to be protected and black women in general need to be protected for real. It's time for us to evolve and put these old ass mindsets to rest fellas. This is not no performative shit. This is really something that I've been thinking about and especially with this situation because when you're dealing with somebody who is whistleblowing on the federal agency especially when it comes to the violations that are being done at these detention centers which already have been hyenas it's 
you got a different target on your back. So I know I'm going to keep praying for her, definitely. But the first step to protecting black women, truly being about the shit, not just saying it, not just trying to, you know, be on some clout shit, is that we need to stop being servants to our ego. Many men say that, you know, women are the emotional ones, but these same men do not realize that they are ruled by their emotions. Every single action is full of emotion and no logic at all because they want to be right. They want to have that pride strong, you know. They want to be right in the moment but not happy, period. So it's time for us to really look at ourselves, work on our emotional intelligence, and especially when it comes to self-awareness because oftentimes we point fingers but we're afraid to look in the mirror or we simply don't know how to do that and you know we're, we're missing all of the bullshit that we doing all the fuck shit because men we do a lot of fuck shit and i'm not saying this from a point of being perfect on some elitist shit looking down on people no i was here i was doing all the fuck shit too you know so it's like now that my eyes are open, I can't close my eyes to it. You know, this is my form of repenting. You know what I mean, because I did some fuck shit. But at the same time, you know, I learned from it and I saw that it was foul and I want to move accordingly because all of this stuff matters. You know, being a good person behind doors, being one that wants to grow and evolve and help others do the same, you know. And I understand, you know, the shame of looking at the ugly parts is a burden that is too heavy to carry but so what sometimes you gotta do it but once you get past that you know you're building that muscle when you're in the gym you can't lift 100 pounds well not, not i mean i'm, I'm, I'm kind of brolic like out here but you know in the beginning you know if if you haven't been in the gym getting your muscles right you got to work up there slowly but surely you know so it's the same concept small changes i'm not asking for you do make a major change, but small little things. If you see you doing some fuck shit or you know that you're wrong in that moment, stop and say, I was wrong. I apologize, you know. Um, and oftentimes I, I want to give you advice on how to approach these situations, because oftentimes it comes within conversation. So you always want to listen to understand, not to respond. I said this before. I'm going to keep saying it because oftentimes we're not truly listening. We're just thinking about what we're going to say to shut them the fuck up. So I really need you to listen to understand, fellas, and take yourself out of your shoes and look at that from their perspective. You know, try to be um, able to look at it from multiple perspectives, because that's the key, definitely. And really, I always say before you even respond or talk, think about how the response is going to move the conversation. Is it going to add to it positively or is it going to piss her off because, you know, your pride and ego is hurt. So you want her to be equally as hurt too. So I, I need y'all to really get this shit together. You know and I mean, because I, like I said, I had this mindset. I didn't realize that I didn't know what I didn't know what I didn't know. <laughs> and like, that sounds crazy, but that's how, superior of a job the government and society has done when it comes to conditioning conditioning us and programming us to have these toxic ass mindsets you know um like i said this is not me shitting on my brothers this is me putting y'all on game everybody wants to talk about loyalty but at the same time they don't want to think about the hard part of loyalty is telling your mans that they fucking up out here that they looking like clowns and that they need to tighten up and get their shit right so you know the main thing is to really stop being afraid 
and examine yourself within that mirror because a lot of us are moving the way we're moving because we have a lot of traumas that we have not dealt with in the past. And, you know, we can laugh about it as much as we want. We can drink as much. We can smoke as many blunts as we want. But at the end of the day, if you did not heal that wound, it's like an infection. You get that cut. You don't treat it. That shit starts to pus up. It gets yellow. It gets nasty. It gets dangerous. You could potentially die. Same concept. If you do not heal these wounds, other things will come within you that will have negative effects on you long term, especially the way that you interact with women. That's what I noticed. That's what I know, because how do I know I went through this shit? So heal your wounds, get through your inner, uh, inner childhood trauma, go to therapy. There's a lot of free resources out here, brothers. Uh, reach out to NAMI, National Alliance of Mental Illness. They have resources for every single state, a beautiful mind foundation down in Maryland. They can help you out. Hurdle app. That is another good app. So, fellas, it's time for us to get right mentally, man, because we really need to be out here to protect these sisters. But definitely, please send all of your prayers and protection to Sister Don Wooten. I know I am doing that. I'm sending nothing but positivity and just blessings because she needs it. And it's real, especially when you're fucking with the federal government on that level. But on to some more lighter shit, you know. Petty is life, and being petty makes me happy sometimes. <laughs> you know, I was a former asshole to the wrong people, but now I learned how to use that power for good. You know, with great power comes great responsibility, like Peter Parker said, you know. So, you know, redirecting, transmuting that asshole into proper pettiness, you know, for proper causes, for cultural uplift upliftment purposes, you know. So, uh, I had some secret uh, Trump voter co-worker probably but i know one for sure um she yeah <laughs> it's funny right so so i know that she's a trump supporter because of the fact that she would post her life-size cutout cardboard cutout of donald trump that she has in her house in her bar along with her family they love taking pictures with it so um oh girl had the nerve to hit me up months after all the riots, the the black people being killed, all the social unrest. She never once checked in to see how I was doing. Didn't get none of that performative ass bullshit of the black box, Black Lives Matter, like a lot of these corporations and white people who want to fake the funk were doing. And hit me with the happy birthday text late of course <laughs> but um i'm like man get the fuck out of here because with these secret trump supporters they they just want the access to you they want to seem like they're not a part of the problem um i'm sure she's probably gonna vote for trump again this upcoming year but nah we're not doing that shit like if you are supporting this man in any capacity at all you do not have a place within my life i seen to it so you can't tell me that you're not a Trump supporter. So you don't understand the joy that I had with blocking her and blocking the whole family. Get the fuck out of here. So that was one of my highlights. That was fun for me. Um, you know, ain't nothing but a black party like Tupac said or whatever he said. I don't know. But I'm not allowing nobody to play in my face like that. So um, 
I'm very excited to see who the next contestant is going to be to get blocked. So there we go. All right. Um, so today's episode, you know, we about to get into uh, flu season, COVID season, but also, you know, we really on getting right spiritually because these next couple of months are going to be rough and, you know, we have to really look within to get through it. Um, we talked about it and I believe, uh, the docs episode, I think that's one Oh three, I think, but 2020 really is the year of detachment and everything that we need is within us and within nature. I mean, so this episode we had on the phenomenal, dope, knowledgeable, amazing Kati Inez Meza. Um, and she's just putting us on game about a lot of stuff. So, you know, all right, let's go. Hey, how you doing, Kati? What's going on with you? Welcome to the Miseducation of the People. Thank you for, you know, being willing to come on to the platform. Well, I'm excited for the invite. Thank you so much. It's definitely, I'm, I'm excited to be jumping in with you. Yes, yes. And um, I've been big on really educating our people about uh, holistic ways that they can heal themselves. And definitely, you're one of the people I had to definitely uh, inquire about to get on the show because um, I actually... I've seen your work online and this definitely has been admirable, but then um, being at the Peace in the Park event, which we'll talk about later on in the conversation, you know, I was like, yeah, that's still the deal. I'm like, all right, let me get Kati on here, definitely. So um, can you just start off by telling the people who you are and how would you best describe what you do? Yeah, definitely. So, well, my name is Kati and um, I am an Afro-Latina from the East Coast out here in Eastwick, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Hi, Jersey, Jersey. Yeah, I'm born and raised. And as far as my life's journey, you know, it's been, my work has, actually even before my work, my life itself mm. has just kind of moved into a place where I was kind of pushed into the holistic field. And yeah. it started with my health. So... As far as as a holistic practitioner, I really focus on body, mind, and spirit. Uh, it started mm. with um, the psychology field within, and then just moving in due to my own health itself. So I was kind of like really pushed into this level. Thank you for describing like a little bit of your background. Um, can you describe exactly what you do today and how it applies to people's lives? So the offerings that I do... Um, what I do is it's actually a blend of as being a, a health practitioner mm. and that's tending to the body from, you know, people that are looking at health imbalances along with mental imbalances, emotional imbalances, mm. and even to spiritual. Now it's a blend of doing one-on-one -on -one work with, yeah. I integrate a lot of my studies within the Ayurvedic medicine and Ayurveda is a practice and study from India. So mm. it's bringing in a focus within the elements. So fire, water, ether, air. And mm. it's also um, another integration practice that I put in is Chinese medicine, which is very similar to the practices of Ayurveda as well. Mm. So when I do my one-on-one -on -one work, I also, actually, I, I do mostly a good percentage of it through talks and through group work and workshops. Mm -hmm. I, my, my aim is to teach and to share this to the people, yeah. share this to my people big time, because it's something that 
Yeah, it's from India. Yeah, it's from China. But honestly, if we go really back, it, it's it's in our roots. You know, mm-hmm. all speaking about the elements. So, yeah. So when I when I what I do today is a blend of one on one work along with group classes and talks and clinics and just bringing people back to their body, but yeah. not just their physical body, but their mental, emotional, and spiritual body. Yeah. Uh, and that's definitely important work that you're doing uh, because oftentimes we do only think about the physical, you know, we mm-hmm. think about the gym, we think about those aches and pains, but we don't really get really into the shit of who we are within ourselves. So outside of the physical and, um, it's like a commonality that I've been observing um, since I've been kind of entering the holistic space um, because I really, I got introduced to docs maybe that was about uh, about a year and a half ago. And this summer was the first time I experienced the event that I was speaking about the peace in the park. But the commonality that I'm, I'm seeing when I'm meeting people within the circle is that something happened medically and it redirected their purpose mm-hmm. into spirituality in this field. And for me, that kind of came, um, I still work in higher education, but kind of higher education at Jace doing marketing. But prior to me having uh, my period of depression and suicidal ideation, I thought I was going to be in the field being a college president. Um, it's still early. I could mm-hmm. still possibly be that, but it's not like really my calling. I'm not motivated to do that anymore. But when I had that uh, period of suicidal ideation, that's really where I got in touch with my roots, you know, like I was begging God and whoever else was out there listening, like, yo, I need a sign. And I got that sign. And I took that as an indicator that that was the ancestors reaching out, like you're finally ready. I mean, so just being at that lowest point, you know, and I think that that's important that you're teaching people how to get in touch with their mental and the spiritual, because we're in a war right now, a psychological Mm -hmm. war out here. And it's crazy. But, you know, we have to really find inner peace within ourselves, definitely. So thank you for the work that you are doing. Um, so I, I brought up Peace in the Park a couple of times. So can you uh, break down exactly what Peace in the Park is? Kind of like a little bit of history of it. And then I'm going to uh, get into your session right afterwards. But uh, yeah, if you could explain what Peace in the Park is. Yeah, of course. So I know Zeal and actually Docs. Docs is actually the founder of Moving Forward with Peace in the Park. And I believe this is about like a year or two years ago. Okay. And this is actually my first year within Peace in the Park uh, with mm. Zeal Creatives. So I'm one of the practitioners uh, within Zeal Creatives. And the purpose of it is to bring community together mm. and to also see and show and practice within the elements as well. So like you're surrounded by the trees, you're surrounded by nature. And it's also, you know, kind of taking us out of this container space, which we're, we're constantly in, we're in, we're in, you know, studios within buildings, you know, there's a lot of things that happen within places of structure. And Mm -hmm. so the purpose of bringing our people, bringing people out to the park, is actually seeing that expansiveness that exists within nature, but then also experience it within their own, their own journey within their own bodies. So what's beautiful and what I appreciate about it is that it brings people back to be like, you know what? I, it may not be the day that peace in the park is happening, but I can still head to the park and find peace. Mm-hmm. So that's what's the beauty beauty of it. It's just like it's empowering people to continue it on, even if the date 
is not there. Even if, you know, like people don't have to wait till next year. It's like kind of giving people the torch and be like, you can continue doing this. It's just, yeah. you know, these are just tools that you can go ahead and just meet nature. Yeah. And it goes back to like that old saying, you give a person a yeah. fish, they'll yeah. eat for a day. You teach them how to fish, they'll eat for life. And those are important skill sets. And like for me, I never was out here in nature just chilling, you know, <laughs> but like peace in the park is just something different. And people don't realize the uh, the healing value that nature has and just being out there because we're so overwhelmed with all the distractions of life, cell phones, all that good stuff. And it's like mm-hmm. when I'm out there, cell phones off, I'm tuned in, got the shoes off, the feet in the ground and all stuff. Because mm-hmm. like for me, I suffer from very um, my, my anxiety can get very bad. However, grounding does help. And I never really um, I've always heard about, you know, getting out in nature, getting in touch with nature, uh, grounding yourself barefoot. But actually doing it, I hadn't had that practice. So. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I really was out there to really like shed all that stuff. Like, oh, forget it. We are here to really heal and, you know, to grow and whatnot. So definitely salute to y'all for doing that. And one thing that um, it was the July Peace in the Park, your session, it definitely was powerful because I was thinking about um, the stuff I've been through and how stress manifests. And for me particularly, stress manifests a lot in my left shoulder mm-hmm. and where my neck is. So mm-hmm. uh, during the session, you broke down, broke down what every pain in different body parts stands for. So can you kind of give people like an expedited version of that? And you can start with the left shoulder because I wasn't really paying attention in the park when you said that part. So yeah, yeah if you can let the people know, please. Yeah, yeah, of course. So uh, let's see. So when it comes down to recognizing that there's so many parts of us that speaks to us, right? You know, yeah. like the beauty of you reaching out and be like, all right, I'm having these anxieties. I'm having these depression waves. There's these different forms of waves that comes through and speaks to us, but sometimes we don't listen. Mm-hmm. So our body is the speaker for the spirit. Our body is the speaker for our mental and emotional bodies. And mm-hmm. so when it comes down to pain, when it comes down to, I know the topic I was focusing on at Peace in the Park was tattoos, right? Yeah. I like the way you put that. Yeah. Like, you know, those were like mini initiations that came through during those times that we find ourselves wanting to place a tattoo in those parts of the body. Mm. So when it came down to um, how, okay, as far as the body speaks, knowing it's the speaker, Everything within the elements along with, like I was sharing, um, the Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine, each part of the body is holding these different channels and Mm. will communicate with us. So to be really more specific, so your left side of the body is a representation of the feminine. Mm. Your right side of the body is a representation of the masculine. And just for perspective too, like you're talking about when you're looking at yourself Yes. That's the, the right side, or if you're like from your perspective? From your like, side, yeah. Your right side is your masculine side of the body. Your left okay. side is the feminine side of the body. Got you, got you. And so these two sides of your body, they exist. You know, at times we get it kind of mixed up of believing, no, we're just masculine because we came into this world as a mm-hmm. man. But no, actually there's a blend of the two. We we have that feminine and masculine. And so they communicate through us, through our bodies. So yeah. like, for example, you know how they say, you know, you're holding the weight of the world on your shoulders. 
Yeah. Right. And this is where like uh, and good, a good percentage. I'm pretty sure all massage therapists are familiar with this when they go ahead and start checking the shoulders and they're like, oh, you got a lot of tension. You got a lot of holdings. That's me. <laughs> right? So knowing that, for example, specifically for you um, and you notice the tension on that left side, you know, it's not just the weight of the world. Now it goes really it narrows it down because now it's pretty sharp on that left side. So it's kind of like, okay, what are the things that you are not just holding within, like carrying for other people, but mm-hmm. perhaps even the weight of things that may be linked in towards your mother, or perhaps even mm-hmm. towards your relationship with the women in your family. And that can even be even, again, this is more of we can go deeper into this because it does go deep. Well, we're we going to get the expedited version because they got to pay for your knowledge. All right? So it's a little bit, a little sample right here. <laughs> so, so that's where it just really goes in. And it's like we we need to tap into ourselves to really tune in and find out like, mm. okay, what is this? Do I have uh, a relationship with the feminine side of my body? Do I yeah. find myself tapping into being able to receive or am I just allowing myself to always give? Because, mm-hmm. you know, the women are also, you know, they're caretakers. Yeah. Right. They hold that essence. So perhaps, you know, you may find yourself in a space of, you know, always giving and caretaking and, you know, taking care of others. And then that, there's perhaps moments in time then like, all right, how about me receiving? Yeah. And that's one thing definitely that definitely makes total sense <laughs> because for the longest, I was kind of like a people pleaser, constantly giving, giving, giving. Um, and just in general, our society is a very masculine, um, there's a very masculine energy. Like we're always working. We never stop. But with everything that's going on with COVID, it's caused us to slow down and really tune into ourselves. And that's kind of like how I resolve some of the issues that I've had, you know, especially like when it comes to parents, because our childhood trauma influences who we are as adults. Thank you for providing that insight. So um, I appreciate it. And like, what, what are some of some of the, uh, I guess, other physical ailments that people face that, you know, they can kind of get a better understanding of what's going on with them. So like if someone's wrist hurt or something like that. Yeah. So, all right. So one of the common things that I've hear is actually more of the back. So like lower back, mid back. So there's like, oh, you know, my having back pains. Mm -hmm. And, and again, just to kind of like generalize it as far as the back, it's, you know, I could look at it more on the physical. So let's say, you know, first circulation, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of the biggest things that I, I really speak about when I'm, when I'm looking at someone's spine, but then circulation is a part where it does happen through movement. But if we was to look at it within the emotional and spiritual end of it, um, you know, it, it really brings in a lot of, like actually to be more specific because it's kind of like each part of the bag also holds a representation so mm. that's where, like, all right, let's say the mid back. Gotcha. So if people are having tightness within their mid back, they're looking at something from their past that is pulling them or tight, like uh, preventing them from really mm. accessing their power and how mm. they grow up within this world. And it's linked to their past. And so mm. this is why it's important, you know, 
Um, everyone's familiar with the yo- the practice of yoga, you know, yeah. movement, exercising. And like I mentioned, there's different channels within the body. And the more we are allowing our channels to flow, the more we allow our blood to circulate, the more mm-hmm. things are able to move. And then we're able to really see, okay, this pain is no longer there, or maybe it just subsided. It's still there. How yeah. am I really moving through this part of my body? And again, you know, like I mentioned, it does go in deeper of like, okay, there is something that happened within my past that prevented me from actually showing up within my business, within my work, within, yeah. you know, so, and then even lower back, the lower back is more of, you know, your grounding, your core and filling your foundation. And again, mm. it's related to your past. Mm. You know, so my my background is a blend. It's a blend of different things from hypnotherapy, from my psychology background, Chinese medicine, like I've mentioned. And so mm. being able to see these parts of the body on that that mm. way, because it's recognizing like sometimes we limit ourselves of believing, like, okay, I got myself figured out. Absolutely. But, but the truth is, is that knowing the more we tune in to ourselves and we assess our body and notice like, okay, did I normalize this pain? Because I just said like, oh, that's common. My knee mm-hmm. usually hurts because I'm standing for over an hour. Like, no, actually your knees should not be bothering you. You know, yeah. like our body is meant to thrive. We are meant to thrive and we mm-hmm. just normalized it. You know, our yeah. society has normalized how pain shows up. And mm-hmm. yeah, and so that's one thing, that's one of the common areas that I've seen within the body where people are struggling um, the most is their back. And then again, it tunes into their past. How much mm. peace have we made with our past? Are we, or are we just trying to move forward with these chains tied to our spine, tied to our power, tied to our heart? type mm-hmm. of our foundation and it's just holding us back and we're not recognizing like, okay, yeah, a chiropractor can help. But have you noticed how many times you have to go to the chiro to get adjusted, which is not really, yep. you know, you know, I love chiros. One of my yeah. teachers, a chiropractor, you know, and so, um, and massage therapy as well, you know, everything is meant, but it's not meant to, you know, have it regularly, your body is meant to just thrive where you have that connection and that balance and that flow. Mm-hmm. And I really hope y'all out there listening too, because she's really spitting some stuff right now. <laughs> and especially like when I think back at my past, because uh, at one point, um, I think it was about 2010, 11, somewhere around there, um, I had moved out of state for the first time. And that was like the unhealthiest ever been. Like I was in Baltimore, but we had the 25 cent chicken spot. We had the beers, all that stuff. So like we was always drinking and I used to have a lot of back problems and I didn't really realize, of course, it's from um, being just sitting there and not doing anything physical, but also I had a lot of stuff, traumas from the past that I was still, you know, using alcohol and sex to kind of distract myself from. So but I had that pain within the back, which is like interesting that you said that. So definitely uh, make sure y'all are going out there to check yourselves. And especially when it comes to getting to know yourself truly, um, you were speaking about, you know, the fixed mentality of you can't get better. However, you know, you're always, you always should be striving to improve. Mm -hmm. And for me, like 
me going through the the, the dark period of depression and suicidal ideation, it kind of unlocked a, a new level of hustle and a new level of uh, just hope and optimism with, within my life. But it was like, I had to do the work to get there. So working on my uh, emotional intelligence, uh, getting my ego and pride in check and all that stuff. And once I did that, I started to see the abundance in different areas because I did that hard work that was required for me to elevate. You know, I had to drop those bags that were holding me down. So definitely make sure y'all are getting out there to do that. Um, now, you recently had a uh, retreat with Docs, which looks super dope, and I'm mad I couldn't make it. Uh, August was just freaking crazy. But can you uh, let people let the people know about the retreat that uh, went down and the upcoming retreat that you all have coming up in September? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the retreat in August um, was on self-mastery. Mm. And, you know... Uh, it was amazing. I loved it because it just, yeah, it, it, it was like, I was hating. I was hating. I'm like, that. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Um, because honestly, it just brought beautiful souls, beautiful people to come together and just mm. have like a long weekend together, like a whole big sleepover, but a sleepover that it had to do with self work. Yeah. You know, it had to do with self. You know, a good percentage of the time we we gather, we go ahead, we chill, we hang out, you know, there's drinking or smoking, you know, there's a lot of other things. But this one was mm. like really focused on like, hold on, we're actually going to look at our evolution. But first yeah. it begins with us with ourself. And mm. so the retreat was a combination of yoga, meditation, but then our sessions. And this is where our sessions throughout the day that happens where um, it focuses on, okay, what are the tools that can support you as you're working on yourself? But before that, how can you identify the areas that need support? How can you identify mm -hmm. the areas that are in need to dive in even deeper in, you know, and this is where we continue to master ourselves. We continue yeah. to, you know, recognize that there's more to ourself. And so what's beautiful is that it is really seeing, like I mentioned earlier, that we're we're a lot bigger than we believe what we what our mind is able to to even take in. Mm -hmm. And we're capable of so much. But the first thing that we need to do is is just continue to hit beyond the edge, beyond that yep. wall. You know, it's like sometimes we we hit a wall and we be like, okay, this is this is it. But like, no, it's actually more just because you're struggling yeah. in this area doesn't mean you're not supposed to go beyond that. That's actually just another level, you know, mm -hmm. and it makes me think of like video games. You know how like there's different levels in video yeah, level games and, yeah. then, and then also there's like different um um, how would you say this? Because I'm not a video game person. <laughs> you know, just, like upgrades. Yeah. So they have these different upgrades, but there's always like, for example, a different monster or a different yeah. demon or a different, you know, something. Something uh, you had to conquer. Something. Exactly. A different challenge. And so this is this is where on the self-mastery is like, how can you recognize these moments of challenges mm -hmm. and utilize these tools to move forward? and be within mm. the challenge and see the challenge as a beautiful opportunity to go beyond. Yeah. And so we were able to dive into challenges. Even when okay. people didn't come with challenges, we were able to shine light of the challenges that are present or even the challenges that wanted to be seen 
so that mm. they can move forward into whatever it is that they're moving forward into in their journey, in their growth. And that can be from relationships, from their business, you know, as an yeah. entrepreneur. And, you know, these are all different. These are all different areas. And so it was really, it was beautiful. And of course, there was also some sounds healing, some crystal sound healing bowls to really mm. like close out um, the retreat. And can, can we actually get into that really quick? Yeah. Um, because... I'm familiar with the bowls and frequencies and whatnot, but can you explain to everyone else that may not be familiar with like the sound bowls uh, and um, frequencies and all that? Yeah. So there's two different types, but the one that was at the retreat was a crystal, um, different types of crystal bowls. And so, mm. and yeah, just like how you were saying, as far as like the crystal bowls is bringing forward a vibration and a frequency to assist the body on just kind of like bringing the nervous system back to balance. Now, mm. I'm not an expert on describing this, but the teacher that was there, she's been working with the sound healing bowls for over six years. And mm. knowing that our body is made up of 79% of water, right? Mm. That water that is sitting within our body, and as soon as it touches vibration, as soon as it feels vibration, that vibration mm. of the singing bowls is assisting your body to reach a point of balance or even a stir, mm. you know, a stir to help like, okay, like one of the big advices that um, the teacher shares, and I've, I know for myself, my own personal experience is that after having a sound healing session or even in a class, make sure you drink water, but make sure you take it easy. Because mm. the waters of your body, which represents your emotional body, your spiritual body, is going to stir up things. And it's not mm. negative. It's just going to even bring you even deeper to yourself. That mm. you're going to be like, whoa, I didn't notice how intuitive I was. I didn't notice how sensitive I was. I didn't, you know, like, so it just mm. brings it more of closer to yourself. And that's what I've witnessed. And it's also very grounding. At the same time. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely relaxing because for me, I listen to uh, binaural sounds when I sleep and it has like the different frequencies within yeah. it. Um, and it really helps me out with, you know, just dealing with anxiety and all that stuff. But it's not the same as actually ha having the physical crystal bowl there, mm -hmm. but it kind of is a substitute. But like people don't realize that there's energy in a lot of different things and energy emits. And a good way to see is like, if you're playing music and it has like some good bass, put a cup of water next to it and it's mm -hmm. bouncing. There's a certain energy that's mm -hmm. coming from that. So, you know, I don't know the science behind it and I know it's definitely deeper, but yeah, definitely make sure y'all checking out what uh, singing bowls and frequencies, binaural sounds, all that good stuff. So go ahead, check that out. So my fault, I didn't mean to cut you off. So um, for the upcoming retreat, uh, what's the, what's the, that, What's the activities looking like a lot that you have lined up for that? Yeah. So the upcoming retreat is Sacred Balance. The journey. Wait, what's the date and where can I get oh, tickets? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's um, located out in the Poconos and it's mm -hmm. September 18th through the 20th. Okay. And um, the focus is within balance, within balance of the journey, actually within the feminine and masculine. So, you know, like how I was mentioning earlier, how, you know, the part of the body is feminine, the masculine. And um, so the activities, everything that's focused. And also this one is children are welcome. As compared to okay. the last one, it was just mainly adults. 
So there's going to be also activities for the kids um, that's going to be done by holistic practitioners. So, you know, just mm. kind of like really also assisting the kids to be more creative because, you know, everything that has been happening right now, the kids has been drawn more to tablets and computers and their phones, you know, and honestly, when I see that I have, I have 16 nieces and nephews. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And my nieces and nephews that are nearby, I see them and I, I see how like they really rely a lot on technology in creating Mm. and imagining and so, you know, that's different, right? That has, has compared to how we were raised. So I was really excited to bring this forward of having this also open for children because now children can be around each other, tap yeah. into some activities that involves all of themselves as compared to bringing in something that's going to make it for them. You yeah. know? So, so yeah, so as far as, um, as, far as the adults, um, their activities or workshops is more of understanding and experiencing how the feminine shows up within their life, how the masculine shows up within their life. And I don't mm. mean like within their outside worlds only, but mainly within their inner world. And yeah. how can that arrive into a place of balance? How can yeah. you see the dance of the feminine and masculine, you know, and, the importance of having the balance of these two realms of oneself is actually mm-hmm. fully embodying yourself. Yep. So absolutely. Yeah. So this is like, you know, this is like from, you know, being self-care, like being able to make sure like, okay, let me take care of myself. And that's like a good percentage of the feminine. Okay. Yeah. If I want to take care of myself, I'm going to make sure I have this, but then also looking at how are we moving within a space where, it's not, you know, where we are showing up within our purpose, but then also showing mm. up where it has our passion, our creativity, you know, our desires, you know, and a good percentage of the time, um, uh, people are mixing up their purpose of what makes money, mm-hmm. you know, and okay, what makes money? Okay, this makes money. So I'm going to go on this route. And so yeah. this is where, you know, we speak about why it's important to have this inner balance because then from there you actually you're not looking at what makes money you're looking at how your calling and your spirit your soul calling is being driven through how you show up in the world and so Mm -hmm. that is again bringing in your passion your desires your creativity all parts of you and showing up within what you're meant to be offering within the world where it never feels like work it just feels like you live in and doing what you're, what you're called to do. And what's beautiful is that that's when spirit is not just running your spiritual practice within your prayer, but spirit Mm -hmm. is running through every part of your life and how you show up, not just within your relationship, but also your relationship within your business. So, and I bring this forward a lot because it's, it's something that, um, you know, I, I love how there's a lot of educational um, teachers. There's a lot of teachers out in the world, right? Mm. And sometimes they get exhausted and drained out. Yeah, pouring and off in your cup and not replenishing it. Exactly. And so it's like they're the reason why they went into this role is because they love the children. They love yep. to teach. 
But then there's something else that's missing within that teaching role that they are in need to discover and need to pull into so that it will never feel draining. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. granted, their self-care practice is important, um, but there's also something more that needs to be seen. So that's just kind of a little bit uh, because it's uh, I can speak a whole lot on how <laughs> the dance of the masculine and feminine is within our life. But because that's even within our relationship, our intimate relationship, yep. you know, that's definitely true. Yeah. And um, if you're interested too, uh, the information on how to get your tickets will be within the show notes. But for me, I, I definitely see much value in what you're doing, especially including the children, because you're teaching them those tools at a very early age. And that's going to give them the advantage versus what we had because we learned later on in life. So they're learning how to balance everything out, how to deal with stress, how to get it right mentally and spiritually at a young age. And that's only going to make them more powerful as adults. So definitely thank you all for pouring into the youth with that. And, you know, take seriously what she's saying uh, about finding balance between the masculine and feminine. Um, I was always masculine mode, keep going, keep going, not showing no emotions, not taking care of uh, stress. Uh, I wasn't replenishing my cup. I work in higher education. I'm an educator. And I got burnt the hell out <laughs> to the point of, you know, being in my darkest part ever. But, you know, once I found that balance, I became reju- rejuvenated, had a re uh, a renewed sense of purpose and within myself and confidence started flowing more and just things are happening that would not have happened unless I was balanced. So, you know, there's actually much benefit within this work, you know? And one thing that I did uh, change was I went more so plant-based. I am pescatarian. I still eat eggs. You know, I still eat, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, butter. But, you know, really getting into the power of our foods, plants and all the stuff to heal ourselves. So for me, I use a lot of turmeric and black pepper um, because that helps out with me working out with inflammation and just recovery and all that stuff. But um, you're into the plant medicine and all that stuff, correct? I just want to make sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what are some of the common herbs that we have everyday usage, like within our house that people don't realize have tremendous healing uh, benefits to us? Yeah. So I work a lot where food is medicine, you know, just like how you're mentioning, like changing your diet was a big step. Um, so I look at the spices. So coriander, cumin, um, fennel, ginger mm. are like one of the main spices that are utilized to help within the, the digestive system, mm. but then also assist within the liver and spleen. So mm. the more we're able to have like some good organic of these spices into our food, the more we're helping our internal elements to, you know, reach a point where like, let's say for, for example, someone has digestive imbalances where like, oh, my food doesn't digest fully. I get bloated, you know? So like the more spices you put into your food, the Mm -hmm. more it's going to support the fire to break down the food. So one of the main ones I use is ginger. Ginger is an Mm. anti-inflammatory. Ginger works on so many levels um, from circulation, from um, allowing your body to digest, but Mm. also allowing your, assisting your body to absorb. You know, a good Mm. percentage of us take all these supplements and we're not even absorbing the supplements. We're not even absorbing the nutrients and we're wondering like, Mm -hmm. 
oh my gosh, like I have all these nutrients and I'm ex still, you know, it, I see a little improvement, but I'm still experiencing something. But yeah. ginger is an anti-inflammatory, but then it also assists within your absorption, your assimilation and absorption. So what I would say, put ginger in everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to start doing that. I used to put that in teas and all that stuff for exactly. uh, like my stomach hurt or something like that, but I didn't uh, realize that it helped with absorption too. Yes, yes. So you can put okay. it in teas, especially the more you're able to work with the root, the better. Mm. So, yeah. and then even adding it to your, like your spice blends. So either if you're making beans, you're making any type of rice, um, any any types of dressings, add ginger mm. into it. It plays a huge piece. So, so yeah. So, and then from there, you know, like as far as looking at the spice cabinet, um, I do recommend is aiming for more of a um, Celtic, French Celtic sea salt. And I've mm, never heard of that before. Yeah. Is that like in common stores or you had to go like yeah. a certain store for that? Yeah. It's a good percentage of the stores. More, I'm going to say more of the health food stores. Okay. Um, because the regular salt is, you know. You're the, talking about the table salt, iodine yeah. salt, right? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the processed salt, it's, it's table salt, right? So it, it yeah. actually, it's not so great for the body. It's very inflammatory to the body mm. and it causes a lot of um how can i say um disturbance to the liver okay so our liver plays over 600 roles in the body and so mm. the last thing we want to do is cause any disturbance to our huge worker he's, he's the absolutely um, ceo of our body so mm -hmm. we want to make sure we bring a little bit more ease and comfort and love. And so table saw, I'd highly recommend to mm. not use. And okay. so, so while we were here with the, the salt thing, what about Himalayan pink salt? Because that's been um, on the rise as a yeah, recent years. It has, it has. So Himalayan sea salt is, pink salt is great, but mm. it actually aims for more cleansing. So mm. it's more cleansing for the body. And sometimes we will cleanse so much that we strip away the juices. Oh, the importance. Yeah. So we want to aim to have more juices in our body. So sometimes mm. like our body will reach to a point where it becomes more dry. Yeah. So the Atlantic gray sea salt, which is the French Celtic sea salt, is something that works all around. But if you mm. find yourself wanting to detox cleanse, uh, you can utilize more of the pink the pink salt. All right. You taught me a little something. I'm about to get on it. Uh, you said it's gray, right? Gray yeah. salt? Yeah, yeah. So gray Celtic Atlantic, salt. Yeah, so okay. it's called Atlantic gray sea salt, but it shows up in the market like more French Celtic salt. Okay, yeah. And I had to write that one down. I'm like, let me yeah. give me some salt after this. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and so and I, another thing I'm going to say is do not cook with the salt. As soon mm. as you place salt on metal, it deionizes. So I didn't know that. Okay. it becomes table salt mm. as soon as salt touches metal. So unless you have a clay pot, then you're good. But you just wait until that food is on the table. You add the salt on there. And that's even with cast irons too, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I never knew that. Okay. She's she dropping jewels a yeah. lot today. I hope y'all paying attention, writing notes like me. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> 
And one thing I'm, I'm glad you brought up uh, the supplements thing um, for people to get to nutrients and whatnot versus food. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't really realize that the earth gives us what we need, that need definitely when it comes to our healing and medicine and whatnot. And specifically for me, when I think about treatments for depression and anxiety, um, I was taking some medication prior and it was making me sick as hell. Like my stomach was turning. Uh, had bad anxiety. Uh, my legs were sweating like crazy. I already got bad genes. I sweat in the wintertime, but it was like intense. Uh, and necessarily, once I got myself off and getting outside in the sun, receiving that vitamin D from the sun, that helped me out a lot. So I want to encourage you all to really look at what's around you, look at nature and the healing properties that it presents itself because stuff is there. We just have to learn how to use it and, you know, all that stuff. So, um, Another uh, glorious plant, a.k.a. God's collard greens, a.k.a. Uh, cannabis, <laughs> is another tool. Um, so I, I use cannabis when it comes to uh, anxiety relief. Um, so what are, is your opinion on uh, cannabis and how can we use it appropriately? Because that's the main thing. A lot of people uh, overindulge with cannabis to kind of drown out what they're feeling and whatnot. So yeah. uh, what's your, what are your thoughts? So you are bringing in the mother plant into the picture. So I'd love it. <laughs> um, so cannabis holds a huge role within our body as well. I mean, if you're familiar with the endocannabinoid system, um, mm. and if you look at the map of the body and within the endocannabinoid system, it has a very similarity of within the lymphatic system. So I know I'm kind of speaking another language right now, but mm. it if even if you was to google these two words endocannabinoid system lymphatic system yeah and it literally traces a good percentage of the body and meaning that the endocannabinoid system is something that we already have and mm. when we bring cannabis into our body the plant and the properties of the plant will be assisting in those parts of the body specifically so a good percentage of them is found within our digestive system, within our, our, um, our chest, our lungs, and within our brain. Mm. So that's why when we find these reliefs that shows up when we are working with the plant, we, you know, our first brain, I say our first brain is our gut mm-hmm. and our second brain is our brain, you know, but they, they actually switch around where your, your second brain is your gut. But, you know, like when I see that and I've actually ju- jumped into the studies of cannabis um, because it's also a plant, you know, it's there yep. for us. It's there to us. And that's the main thing I always say when I'm talking about cannabis is that it's a plant. It's not a pill. It's not processed. It's not alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's a plant that grows naturally. Exactly. And, you know, I... I have offered uh, a few sessions, group sessions um, called Journey with Canna last year and earlier this year before the whole thing with COVID. And the aim is to assist how can we work with the plan, but in a balanced way. Mm-hmm. We're not abusing it, but we're not over, you know, overindulging it where the properties no, no longer like hits us on the level where it can actually serve us. So it's like overtaking something and it's like, oh, I, you know how they say I got high tolerance. You got high tolerance because it's, you know, it's overindulged mm-hmm. in the body. 
How can you microdose it? How can you, you know, set the intentions? Like, what's the purpose of me working with the plant today? Yeah. And that's actually on a spiritual end when it comes down to the plant. That's actually her main aim is to invite you to really look into what is the purpose? Why, why are you reaching out to me? You know, yeah. the same way we reach out to Ginger because we notice we have some digestive issues, right? So then we notice ginger is really great. And so we go ahead and utilize ginger on a regular basis to make mm -hmm. more. But with cannabis, she's hitting on another level as well. Um, and that's where, you know, her aim and the spirit of cannabis is like, okay, how can you set your intentions in working uh, with her? So it's like you mentioned about anxiety. You mentioned about, um, and this can even come into the lack of creativity, right? Mm -hmm. the percentage of great for creative ideas. Exactly. And what's beautiful is that her properties and the parts of the brain that she stimulates is to aim to help you to see from another perspective in your life. Mm -hmm. So imagine like, you're like, okay, I'm going to make sure that I have a good balance with the plan. So I'm not going to reach out to her unless I find myself feeling stuck. Yeah. Or and, and real quick, you you talk you brought up the point of it allows you just to develop different perspectives and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I, now that you said that, it really makes me think like it helped me to in the process of developing empathy mm -hmm. because you know I'm thinking about different scenarios. You know, like because it's going to put you into your mind and make you think. But I wasn't using it intentionally back then. But yeah, that definitely helped me out with empathy. So yeah, yeah. so I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. So, yeah. No, 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 that's fine. And and that's what I remember I mentioned how a good percentage of the cannabinoid system sits within your chest, your heart, mm -hmm. your lungs, mm -hmm. right? So when we look at how she comes into our body, she's tapping into these, all these different parts. Now there's different, there's definitely points throughout the body, the hands, the arms, the legs, but a good chunk of it is looking from your gut and up. So yeah. knowing that, you know, there's different perspectives and there's different ways we take her. Right. So mm -hmm. we smoke or we have an oil, a tincture or an edible or we have her in our food. So mm -hmm. that means she has different ways of connecting with you, not just mm -hmm. through your mind, but then also through your body. So your body yeah. begins to like send messages out on another level because sometimes we get a little too heady. You know? mm -hmm. And I could go on another route on this too, but <laughs> you know, this is where um, when you have an intention with the plant, yeah. that is the most ideal way to aim. So even from the intention, we're like, okay, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have this pool. I'm going to take this pool. I'm going to have this blunt. Um, but my aim is to get to know you more, help me out. Like, even if it's just a start like that, it doesn't have to be yeah. like all out there, but it's at least is a start. And that's the beauty of it. You know, it's it's something important because she's been helping you and she's mm -hmm. been helping us as a whole. And I've yeah. I again I we can have a whole talk about cannabis on that level. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it's, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Beautiful yeah, thing, definitely. Yeah. And um one thing like that I like that you pointed out that it touches various parts of the body. So with prescription medication, people don't realize is that it treats that one specific thing that you had the issue with and then it causes issues to other parts of your body. So those are the side effects and whatnot with cannabis. 
I've only seen benefits. So that's with the creativity, with pain relief, uh, when it comes to helping me relax, when it comes to sleep. So that's why, honestly, like it's a very capitalistic reason why it is banned in the first place because, you know, they mm-hmm. can make money off of it. Yeah. But definitely, um, I highly suggest uh, you all get your um, medical marijuana card. Um, even though marijuana is a racist word, it comes from yeah. racist roots and whatnot. But uh, yeah, that's a different podcast. <laughs> but um, get that legal protection because, you know, it's real out here. They are capitalizing off of this field. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, don't force yourself to only look at what the doctor's saying about medication. There's there are multiple ways to heal yourself, but do your research, get multiple opinions from medical professionals. You know, it's very important that, you know, you do your research on it. Don't just take what we're saying for face value, you know, um, because we ain't get sued for nothing like that. So hi, <laughs> definitely. Um, so another plant that uh, I've been thinking about is um, like psychedelics, mushrooms, shrooms, whatever. So um I've been doing a lot of research and I honestly, I used to watch a lot of rice back in the day. So I learned about the benefits of, uh, meta, um, of cannabis and then also psychedelics also. So I've tried shrooms before, um, more so to like treat with depression for microdosing, but I never did anything extreme like that. Uh, any heavy doses, whatever, I was still able to function, but can you break down, um, the role of psychedelics and what it can do when it comes to healing because again a lot of psychedelics are from the earth they are plants mushrooms etc so can you uh break that down please yeah definitely so you hitting some big topics here brother you know you know i'm trying to try to get out there you know <laughs> um yeah so i guess let me just share really quick so that people have an idea so when before i don't i dived into psychedelics Mm-hmm. Um, I actually never had the opportunity to sit with any psychedelics, uh, until my studies jumped in within holistic psychology. Mm-hmm. And in one of my courses, which is transpersonal psychology, we were invited or actually not invited. We were asked as part of our assignment to sit with a medicine, to sit with something that represents a ceremony. And again, this mm-hmm. is at a university, right? So, um, out in Boston, and so I, it was beautiful that I ended up finding out that one of my brothers out in Jersey was actually facilitating a ceremony, but with peyote. Mm. And peyote is, um, is a cactus plant that is worked within the Native American tribes. Mm. And so it's also another form of psychedelics, but not the high dose, like San Pedro, like ayahuasca, like psilocybin mm. mushrooms. And... So that was actually my first ceremony experience of having a psychedelic plant. Mm. And, you know, so we had to study it. We had to see what was happening, what was going on. So besides the fact that tribes, right, this this exists within our roots, tribes have gathered to sit together with this plant. They knew that there was something more than not just the plants that exist around us to feed our bodies, but then also these plants that help us access other parts of ourselves. 
And I'm going to say other parts of our cells, C-E-L-L-S. And our cells Mm. hold so much, it holds so much memory, and not just memory within our lifetime, but even Mm. memories of our ancestors. And so that right there is like a gateway. It's an assistance for you to access more. And Mm -hmm. it's also there, you know, you mentioned microdosing. So it's like also setting free these pathways because a good percentage of our brain has Mm -hmm. been, um, been locked into a place because how everything has been structured or how we were raised, you know, like as compared to like tribes out in a village, they were not raised amongst boxes, then think about how everything within our environment is boxed, a house yep. is boxed, a TV is boxed and square. You know, the whiteboard in, in, in the schools are squared, the windows are squared, everything is boxed, meaning it narrowed down our vision and how mm-hmm. we see life. So that right there, like when we go into ceremony, a, a large percentage of ceremonies that are out you know, out in the world are either within teepees or within sweat lodges. It's within, you know, it's, it's not something boxed unless, you know, it's out here in the States and it's within a building and stuff, but you know, it's, it's helping us to expand our consciousness, our conscious knowing, but then also the aim is our collective connection as well. You know, so I'm not sure if I answered the question, but <laughs> no, you did. You did. You gave a lot of insight. Th- thank you. Um, because my first time really hearing about psychedelics was more so LSD. And, you know, a lot of the artists back in the days, the 70s, the 80s, they did that. And then also there was a baseball player, uh, Doc Ellis, who pitched a no hitter on LSD, which was fucking crazy. <laughs> so it was like that. that's something that really uh, was intriguing to me. And I really wanted to give people an opportunity to, to learn about other uh, plants that are out there that can be beneficial to us too. So thank you yeah. for describing that. So uh, we're about to get ready to wrap up, but uh, we have a little segment here called the Karen Chronicles. So if you can uh, tell us about a time that you've dealt with a Karen, a Chad, a Tanner uh, within your specific field of healing. So I was living out in Cali, right? And the area out in Cali I was living out uh, was a conscious community. Mm. And so the main reason I was out there was for my holistic studies as well. And, you know, when you go there, you feel the vibe, everything. Like, honestly, they they call that area like a vortex. You go there, you feel it automatically. Like, I feel like I'm in another world to sign. And, you know, every weekend... They had a farmer's market, but this wasn't just a regular farmer's market. This is a market that everybody in town just comes and joins, and we are just all meeting. There's music, there's food, mm. and it's beautiful. And so I, um, it was something that run, ran every weekend. And so there was, before, there was a time where I just came back from Cuba, and so, mm-hmm. you know, like my, my skin was nice and juicy, my, you know, like I, aye, I, aye. I was <laughs> my Latin roots all around. And honestly, I was reminded me heading, this is the important piece that I want to say. I was reminded about my roots and that's why I was going to Cuba and Peru every year. Mm. And because I haven't been out there for a while, when I just came back, I was just feeling everything. And even my East coast, like I was even reminded of like, like, Hey, cat, you know, just because you're out here, do not shape yourself just of how people are. You shape yourself of what your heart and your soul is. Yeah. And 
And so um, a few brothers that were there, they came by and uh, there was a woman with them. And, you know, and I'm smiling. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And the, the woman, she did not know me. But she looked at me in a very, very not so like family way of knowing this is like a conscious community. Mm-hmm. And so she's looking at me and I'm like, is this really happening? Because this has never happened. And again, I'm like juiced up from Cuba. So at the same time, I'm like, you know, just feeling so just loving. And mm-hmm. I noticed like she kind of like really backed up away and just the only thing that I received was more of looks and that mm. I'm going to say in that environment is not common. But then what it revealed to me in that moment was like, it doesn't matter where you're at. It's important for you to be yourself. It's yep. important to show up as yourself. And just because somebody cannot accept you as who you are, you don't change that. And you know, at first I thought I needed to lower down my volume and I just recognized, I'm like, nah, she just is not used to being around Latin women because yeah. this community, there were only three people of color in this community. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I can imagine now. <laughs> yeah. So, that, you know, like for me, it was something that I didn't notice because I wasn't looking at that. I was looking at, I'm here yeah. for myself. I'm here to really, you know, learn and also heal myself. Mm-hmm. But of course, shortly after, and I needed that experience because it woke me up to realize I need to it's bring real. my people. No, I need to bring yeah. the medicine to my people. Mm-hmm. That's what it woke me up. It woke yeah. me up to recognize, like, hold on. I'm in this beautiful community that is amazing and everything, but I need this Everything, everything that's here to be happening within the communities of people of color. Yeah. And so that's where it brought me and moved me into doing holistic tours, going into organizations and communities that doesn't have holistic health and mm. really even creating like, for example, Peace in the Park. Like people, peace in, people in Peace in the Park didn't think that even existed. I was one of those people. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. You know, we're, we are able to come together and granted it wasn't like much of a Karen situation, but it, for me, it felt it like when you're, when you are sensitive and you can feel things, yep. you know, like it feels loud. Microaggressions play a very big role. You know, they just add up. So I, I definitely, you know, sorry you had to go through that, but at the end of the day, you, you elevate it and you out here popping, you know what <laughs> I mean? So you good. <laughs> so again, thank you so much for coming on to the Miseducation of the People. Uh, please plug anything you have going on, especially that retreat and tell people how they can reach you. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I actually have a woman's empowerment call and mm. this happens every third Wednesday of the month. Uh, we're okay. starting a new series and the series is all about, um, igniting and evolving, uh, within mm. our journeys of where we're at. And to add on top every month we have the also a full moon call. And so the purpose is it is assisting women. This is all for women. This Mm. is to assist women to really see how the moon plays a part within our bodies and also our emotional and spiritual bodies. So, um, that happens every month. So definitely check out, um, 
my my Instagram page, which is Journey with Gati, my webpage, which is katherineinezmesa.com. Um, and then we have the retreat that's in mid-September. Um, I do have pending right now is a woman's two-day retreat in October. Mm, so that's all about, it's, we're looking at cleanses, detoxing, and, you know, it's all around. It's getting built with another sister, so I'm really excited for that. Mm. And, um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's a few things. And so I'm excited about the sacred balance retreat that is, uh, later this month. Okay. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to scrape some coins together so I can get out there, you know, cause it definitely looked like it was a great event, but people please make sure you reach out to her, uh, especially her services. If you heard anything that you like, you know, we about paying people over here. So make sure, you know, throw, throw a little coin her way. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning in and, you know, I'll talk to you later. Thank you for tuning into the miseducation of the people proudly brought to you by the real talk session series, where all we do is provide that real talk only. All right, peace.